Luvana. Luvana, yellow split pea soup from Cyprus. Kipriaki Luvana. Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 Delicious. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Oh, gosh. Am I on? Yeah. Camera, lights, action. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. As always, you can reach me where else? Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. Or you can come to my house <laughs> if you know me. <laughs> um, or whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. And of course, you can comment in the section below. Um, we are streaming on Facebook through Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway. Uh, podcasts like Anchor, you can ask Alexa, if you have the Amazon device, you can ask Alexa to uh, search Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, and she will play a whole bunch of episodes. Uh, you guys who have Alexa, I guess maybe you can tell her forward, or next episode, or something to that effect to get to my episodes. Or you can find uh, a lot of nice, interesting episodes of other shows on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway. But the point is that you can basically catch us anywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, or Alexa, um, Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. Of course, all those extra items are through Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway. Um... Please like and share this video. Uh, please support us by subscribing to our channels. Uh, my personal channel is Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner uh, on YouTube. And you can uh, comment there. You can do whatever you want. See all my episodes. You can catch my other shows. If you're a Mac user, I do a series called Learning Together. And it's teaching visually impaired and blind people how to use the Mac with voiceover. Um, I'm also doing another show called Tips, Tricks, and How-Tos, where I demonstrate certain uh, gadgets, whether it be kitchen gadgets or gadgets that just simply make blind people's lives easier. Um, I also demonstrate things such as peeling vegetables, um, so on and so forth. So then, you know, there's a whole bunch of things you can find there. And as time goes on, there'll be more added. Okay, on to today's recipe. Today, we have very few ingredients. Um, this episode is dedicated to our brothers and sisters in Cyprus. For those of you who don't know, Cyprus is a country in the Mediterranean Sea. It's east of the island of Crete. So Crete is the most southern tip of Greece. And yeah, east of that, you can find the country of Cyprus. It's an island. 
It is south of the country of Turkey. Obviously, it's north of the continent of Africa, and it is west of Israel. Beautiful country. Some people, it, its nickname is the uh, island of Aphrodite. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, no, I've never been. I wish I could. I want to. I actually tried to, to spend a couple of nights in Cyprus in 2018 because I was lucky enough to visit the Holy Lands. And I wanted on my way to the Holy Lands to spend a couple of nights in Cyprus because I really want to see it. Um, and then fly from there to Israel, but I couldn't find a flight or a boat or anything like that. So it just didn't work out, unfortunately, but I was, at that point, I was really excited. <laughs> so anyways, the capital of Cyprus is Nicosia. And, uh, well, I'm sorry, but I do have to mention it. Unfortunately, Cyprus was illegally invaded by the country of Turkey in 1974. And a lot of people died and a lot of people are still actually missing and half the island is occupied by the country of Turkey. Cyprus is a cousin? No, they're brothers. It's a brother country to Greece. We have the same language, the same religion, a lot of the same customs. Now, our languages are a little different in the sense of it's all Greek, but just like in Greece, there are different dialects. The Cretans sound much different than the people who live in Thessaloniki. And there are some dialects in Greece that are not Greek. Oh, you know, it's not the Greek language. Well, Cyprus, they speak Greek, but it's a different dialect. It's Cyprian. And, um, some words are different <laughs> and I don't understand them, but it's not a big deal because they all understand and speak fluent Greek. So if you don't understand something when you're in Cyprus, if you're Greek and you say, you know, what's that? They'll probably, so for example, let's say they're saying, I remember one of my Cypriot friends, she used to say to her kids, go get your glatzes. So I was like, uh, Stella, what's glatzes? And she's like, oh, oh, calces, meaning she was telling her kids to go get socks, but they're just a little bit different. Anyhow, so we love the Cypriot people. They are definitely our brothers, and I do have a few uh, Cypriot friends. Um, so this is dedicated to them. Now, I'm not too, too familiar with the Cypriot um cuisine. A lot of the stuff they eat are the same as what we eat in Greece. But of course, like every village and town in Greece has their own recipes and concoctions, they have their food. And some things, yes, some things we don't eat in Greece, not because we don't like them, we don't know them. So a lot of people actually who visit Cyprus and once they taste their cuisine, they start asking for the recipes, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and, and vice versa, right? So anyway, um, but a friend of mine who is Cypriot gave me this uh, recipe. And now, as she explained to me, and it, 
obvious common sense, they may make it a little different in certain parts of Cyprus. So if my Cypriot friends are watching and they see me make this, they might say, no, Zoe, that's not how you make it. Back in our home, this is how we make it. Well, that might be so, and I truly respect that. But the lady who gave it to me, she is also from Cyprus, and she told me this is how we make it in our town. Okay, so don't get mad at me. Maybe you're not from the same town as the lady who gave me the recipe, and that's why it's a little different. Um, this recipe is customizable, and it's very similar to, of course, a recipe that we make in Greece, which is fava. Fava beans, the best fava beans come from Santorini. It's an island in Greece, and they're very famous for their fava. Um, and that's not my opinion, that's general knowledge in the cooking world, that the best fava comes from Greece. Um, so these dishes are very, very similar. They're not using the authentic, the Cypriots are not using the authentic Greek fava. However, I was told they do for other recipes. But this particular recipe, um, it's called Luvana in Cypriot. What does Luvana mean? We're going to have to ask a Cypriot person because I have no idea. What it is, is yellow split pea, yellow split pea, yellow split pea soup. But it's a, forget what they're called in English. In Greek, we call them velute. I set the timer by accident because we're not cooking anything, so I don't know why it's going off. Give me a second. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened there. Okay. Anyways. Okay, guys. So, um, it's very similar to fava. It's served the same way as fava. Your garnishes are your options. Some people put olive oil, lemon juice and cut up fresh green onions. Some people eat it plain, like me, with just a little bit of salt. Some people don't want the olive oil, they want just the lemon juice, or vice versa. Some people stick uh, pieces of meat on top, like chopped up sausage or something like that. Of course, with bread, <laughs> no matter what. The way you're going to eat it is your choice, how you're going to garnish it. The traditional, traditional way is olive oil, uh, lemon juice, uh, chopped up fresh green onions, and some black olives, and nice crusty bread on the side. Okay, so our ingredients are very easy. We've got um, split peas, two cups. Two cups of yellow split peas. And then we've got... Two medium onions, use whatever color you want. I happen to have red, so I'm using red. We have, and again, this is also a preference, two or three medium potatoes. I wouldn't use red. Um, it could be good with red, I don't know, I just wouldn't. Yellow, white, or russet. We have olive oil, a splash of olive oil, a couple of pinches of pepper or to taste, a teaspoon of sea salt or to taste, and um, five cups water. 
that's it. That's all our ingredients. Very, very simple. So I've done most of the preparation because this is such an easy recipe. So as you, for those of you who can't see, I have my split peas in a strainer. So I washed them by myself. I have a nice, uh, I think these are Chinese rice uh, strainers or whatever they're called. They're really good because it's just like a bowl that sits. I don't know. They're just good. And it, you, it looks like a helmet. And once you put your, your whatever you're washing in here, and then you fill it up with water, and then you tip the helmet to its side. That's what it looks like, a helmet. Or a space, or, or you know what? Um, astronaut. Helmet, spaceship, yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, the part where that looks like where is the forehead, it's got holes, and you would tip, and the water comes out, okay? So I've had these straining, I've washed them. Now, you do need to pick out, with the split peas, you need to pick out discolored split peas. Black ones, brown ones. These are yellow, they should all be yellow. Blind people, we can't see, unfortunately. We do have to depend on a sighted person to do that. In my case, I get my husband to do it, or my mom, or anybody, the cameraman, anybody. Just pick it out. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have a, there's no trick for that, <laughs> you know? So, okay, so I have a medium-sized saucepan on my small, small front burner, and it's just an old aluminum pan. Do not do this recipe in a nonstick pan unless you want to transfer the mixture because we're going to take a hand blender to it when we're finished. You can't put a hand blender in a nonstick pot, okay? Um, so I'm going to dump the split peas into the pot. And this is nice because this, this strainer actually fits right into the pot. just a plastic strainer I got from Amazon. I actually got two for like, I don't know, 15 bucks. And uh, they're very handy. And th this one looks small, but believe me, it fits a lot. Sorry, because I washed the split peas, some of them are, you know, not refusing to come out of the container, the strainer. They've kind of stuck to the strainer. You just... So I'm just putting my fingers all around. Whoops. Just dropped one on the floor and unsticking them. Almost there. Give me. I so wish I could go to Cyprus. I know I said that, but I hope my uh, Cypriot friends, if they're watching, which I hope they are, <laughs> I hope they can appreciate my love for their country, which... To me, I don't know, Greece and Cyprus, it's one country. In my sort of humble opinion, I uh, love, I just feel we're so the same, we shouldn't even be separated, but I respect them and I respect our country. Okay, so I've got the split peas in the medium-sized aluminum pot, just breaking them up with my uh, hands, and I've measured out five cups of water. So I'm just gonna dump the water in slowly. Mm. 
done. All right. <clears throat> now, we're going to turn on the heat to high. Do not cover it. We're going to wait for this to boil. When this boils, we're going to cover it, put it on simmer, and we're going to boil it for an hour. We're not done at the one hour mark. So we've got five cups of water, two cups of yellow split peas in the pot. We're going to simmer them for an hour. Do, pardon me, do not stir yellow split peas. Do not stir fava. Any fava or yellow split, like split peas that you're doing, do not stir. You will ruin your food. You will burn your food. You will, trust me, this needs no stirring once it starts boiling. Okay? So, we're going to wait for that to start boiling. While we're waiting for that to start boiling, I've got a frying pan. Now, honestly, guys, olive oil. You can use olive oil or vegetable oil in this recipe. How much? Use half a teaspoon. Use a teaspoon. Use a splash. It doesn't matter. You're going to saute your onions and you're going to put it in your food later. So, I'm just going to splash some olive oil into my pot. We're done with the olive oil. Unless we want to put on our finished product on our bowls. Okay? And I've got red onions here. I've washed them. Now, I just happen, you guys know I love red onions. I just happen to have red onions on. You can use whatever onions you want. Okay? Slice them up thin. Don't worry if they're not extremely thin. Slice them up in right directly into the frying pan. And don't worry about, you know, you'll see. <laughs> You're not even going to see the onion in your bowl. Just slice them up thin. It'll take you, I don't know, depending on how good you are with a knife or if you've got a slicer or a mandolin. Watch my tips, tricks, and how-tos and you'll see how to slice up onions. Just slice them up and we're going to saute them. This dish is very simple. Um, it's not hands-on time-consuming. It's time-consuming in the sense we're going to actually boil up our food for two and a half hours. Okay, so that's the time-consuming part of it. But when you're making this, you know, while your food is boiling, you have time to do other things, clean up, get the next part of the recipe ready like I'm doing right now, or make another recipe. Let's say you want to serve this as your first course. Um, you know, and maybe you want to serve chicken and linguine for your main course. So while your split pea or fava or whatever is boiling up, you can start that dish. So this is something um, really easy, guys. And for us, <laughs> I've mentioned this so many times, it is a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday, so we're not having meat, we're not having anything. We will have this as our main course, and we will have it with bread. Okay. 
Okie dokie. Don't know what's going on there. I'll figure it out in a second. So my timer, my one of my timers, I don't know what's wrong with it. It seems to be, it's, it's gone wacky. <laughs> Let me check on that for a second, guys. I don't know what's going on. See this one. Really? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Anyhow, um, back to slicing my onions. <coughs> so, what was I saying <laughs> before my my freaky timer? Yeah, I think I need a new one. I'm, my one timer's working correctly. My second one isn't. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's on the fritz. I think I need a new one. Anyhow, um, what was I saying before? Um, yeah, anyway, whatever. <laughs> so cook up your um, next courses. Oh, yeah, so for us it's a Wednesday. So we're just going to have bread and, you know, some people are going to put olive oil, lemon juice, and onions on theirs. Um, you can have a nice green salad. <laughs> I don't know what's going I think, I think the man, oh, you know the helmet that we used must have been a little man, Martian or something, and it's crept into my timer, gremlins. Okay, so the weird space uh, theme for today's episode continues. Oh my God, if anybody's listening to this, they're really going to think we're nuts. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> 12 minutes over. What, before, when the timer interrupted us before, did it say 20 minutes left? Now it's saying 12 minutes over? I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay, well. Anyhow. What did it say now? Two minutes over. Didn't it say 12 before? Uh-huh. Oh, that timer's not okay. <laughs> okay, So we can't use that timer. <laughs> Forget it. It's going to um, go into the garbage. Hmm. Well, now, I'm going to throw the Martian man into the garbage without his helmet. <laughs> yeah, I know. By the way, when you get, because we're going to just fry these onions up, when you get to the end part and it's just a whatever, who cares? Just dice it up. You can even do this diced. It doesn't matter. You want to slice them, dice. I slice them, but you can dice them up too. So I've got one more onion to go and we're still waiting for this to boil. And it's starting to bubble because I can hear it. <clears throat> Okay, hold on a sec, guys. Where am I going to put this so I don't hear it? I hope it's that one. <laughs> hmm. I threw the... I didn't throw him into the gar... I didn't throw it into the garbage yet. But I threw that timer 
into another room in hopes that I'm not, you know, we can't, in hopes that we can't hear it so it doesn't, uh, I mean, we have a trouble keeping our train of thought anyhow. And now we have a timer speaking odd things. You know, that's going to make me lose my train of thought. And by the way, I did say slice it up thin, but I do have a few thicker pieces in here. Don't, please don't worry about this. You don't have to be exact. You want to do medium slice? Oh, okay. Wrong one. What's going on? I did. I did. No, this is start, this is off. It should be clear now. Mm -hmm. oh, yikes. I don't know what's going on, guys. It's the gremlins. <laughs> yeah, never mind. We'll look at it once we're off camera because I am going to put you guys on hold soon. And I've already wasted too much of your time talking. Um, whoops. Okay. I want to tell you that... Um, yeah. I want to tell you that um, the Cypriot people... I don't know what milk they're drinking. I don't know what their mothers... What Cypriot mothers are feeding to their children... They have amazing, amazing voices. Um, a lot of big singers in Greece actually are from Cyprus. They're, they're, most of them can really, really sing up a storm. <coughs> Again, I don't know what, <laughs> what they're being fed. I wish they'd give me some. I have no rhythm whatsoever. I love music, but I have no rhythm whatsoever. So I don't know what's going on there. And uh, by the way, the frying pan should be uh, medium to large. Don't use a really small one because, well, once these saute, it's, you know, no big deal. But right now, because they're not sauteed, it's, you know, my, my frying pan is half full with like two medium. Well, I'm using one medium and one a little bit large. And this... Remember at the beginning I said that this is uh, customizable? It's so customizable. If you want to do it the way I'm showing you the first time, and then, I mean, one thing that cannot change is your two cups of yellow split peas and uh, five cups of water. Now, if you want to make the authentic Cypriot Luvana, as they call it, then you're going to use onions and potatoes, salt and pepper in this, and you're going to garnish the way I told you, olive oil, lemon juice, you know, olives and freshly, fresh green um, onion. But, say you're not a big, big fan of onions, you can take it down to one. Let's say you want a little bit more potato. You know, you're also going to see the thickness you like. So the thickness is a preference. Do you want it a little runny? Do you want it, you know, medium thickness? I wouldn't make it, I wouldn't make it extremely thick. 
But, you know, then again, it's a preference. And this is almost at a rapid boil because I hear it. It's not at the rapid boil, but it's almost there. And I'm almost done the onion as well. Alrighty. And I'm down to the last piece. So I'm just going to dice the last piece up. Okay. That's it. Um, what do you call it? Our, we, we've already used four of our ingredients. We've got the split peas in the water in the pot. We've got the olive oil and the onions in the frying pan. All we have left is our potatoes, our um, uh, salt and pepper. Very, very easy recipe, but absolutely fantastic. I'm gonna shut up for a second because I need to listen to my... A little bit more. Should be close because I hear it, but... All right, I'm gonna... <clears throat> Forgot to get a wooden spoon. I'm going to turn on my frying pan. I'm just going to turn it up to high. Uh, no, let me go let me. I, I need a, a small wooden spoon, an actual spoon. Oh my God, that's the smallest. Mm -hmm. Better, thank you. I'm going to, let's see if we can set the timer. Because if the timer's not going to work, we're going to be in deep trouble. Okay. I said it, but I haven't pressed start, obviously, because we're waiting for this to boil. You know what's funny? Okay, guys, the timer that was here before, and it said, I don't know, two minutes over, or at one point it said 12 minutes over, then it said two minutes over. At one point it said 20 minutes left. I tossed it into another room. Now it's saying 30 minutes left. What is it counting down? I never said it. Anyways, I don't know what's going on. Okay, this has already started sizzling, so I'm gonna take it down to medium. Saute your onions for about 10-15 minutes. Okay, and I'm actually, I should set the timer just to have an approximate, so cancel the one hour. Alrighty. Okay, timer's on. I've got my frying pan to medium. Stir your onions up every so often. You don't have to constantly stir them, okay? But... You know, every few minutes, give them a stir. And you can actually, depending on your taste, you can even saute them for 20 minutes, meaning you can even caramelize them. It's up to you. Um, I, the way I was told to do the recipe and the way I do it and I like it, is I saute them for about 10 minutes. Eh, 12 minutes, somewhere there. 10, 12 minutes. Let me check on. Okay, see now, this is an issue for blind people. This is sizzling. 
and it's sizzling loud. I'm sure the camera can pick it up. So I can't hear if the lavana, if the split peas are actually boiling. Putting my ear close, I think it, I think I do hear a little bit of a boiling. Is it boiling? Mm, yeah. So well, we're gonna, for the sake of the video, because I might have, uh, I might have even done this. For the sake of the video, I started the onions. But because this has to boil up for an hour, if I wasn't on video, I wouldn't even have done the onions now. I would have waited till my split peas come to a boil, take it down to simmer, cover the pot, and I know I can't touch it for an hour. That would be the time that I would do the onions. But now I wanted to do them together. Um, you know, I don't know, because I was too lazy to edit. <laughs> Yes. Um, so I decided to do it at the same time. Now the sizzling with the onions, but it's okay. I have the cameraman here. So for today, he'll tell us when it starts to boil. It's almost there. Yeah. We keep saying that. <laughs> oh, and you know, guys, man, you know what kills me? Oh. Guys, man, <laughs> you can tell I'm, a, I'm an 80s, 80s baby. Um, the onions, just onions alone. I don't know. I know there's some people out there who don't like onions, and but onions are really good for you, and they're very good for your health. And the smell of onion sauteing, in my opinion, is mm, 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 delicious. Patrizia. Yeah, I'm going to blow on it so I can see if it's boiling. Mm -hmm. okay. Looks like it's boiling. She got fully she got it. Yeah. No, she got she got it. Okay, you know what? It's boiling, but it's not rapid. Mm -hmm. But because I don't want to risk burning it, I'm going to take it down to medium. And I'm gonna cover the pot. And I'm gonna, okay. I've covered the pot, I've taken it down to medium. And what I'm gonna do is in about five minutes, I'm gonna take it down to simmer. So I'm actually gonna stop the timer from the onions because the other one isn't working. And I'm going to set the one hour mark in about five minutes when I start, um, whatchamacallit, when I take it down to simmer. So I've given my onions a stir. Now, I'm going to move over to my potatoes. I've peeled and cleaned three potatoes and I ended up putting my knife in the whatchamacallit. Thank you. I've got three potatoes in water. Dice your potato. So slice it up. Watch my videos with the gadgets. I forgot to pull one out because now I'm going to manually slice. So slice, dice them up. It doesn't matter how big or small. It doesn't matter. I'm doing small, small dices. Seriously, they feel like little dice. 
Okay, so while your split peas are boiling, saute your onions and peel, clean, wash your potatoes, dice your potatoes, and leave them in water until it's time to use them. And seriously, guys, I'm just dicing up fine, maybe even like hash browns. And I just moved over to my frying pan to give my onions a stir. And they are getting soft. I can feel them. Okay. I'm going to turn my... Actually, I'm going to peek. Let's see the fava. what I think too. So I'm going to take it down to simmer now. And I'm going to set the timer for one hour. Okay, is it working? Mm -hmm. I don't know, today's timer, <laughs> today with the timer thing, I'm a little bit freaked. <laughs> Anyhow. Now, these onions, they still need more. Once you're done with sauteing the onions and you've sauteed them for about 10, 15 minutes and you feel that they're really nice and soft, you're gonna take it, uh, turn off your burner and let them cool down. It, it doesn't matter, just set them aside. You're not gonna use them right now, okay? You're gonna use the onions, the sauteed onions and the potatoes after the one hour mark of our split peas boiling. And my onions are almost ready. So, I don't have anything else to show you guys right now. So I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to set my onions aside. Chop, finish dicing my potatoes. Set those aside. And we'll come back after an hour for the next step of this recipe. See you guys later. potatoes we've got 50 seconds left on our timer and I sauteed my onions until I got them like a nice brown color about 15 minutes as I told you guys so I have a plastic strainer in my sink I'm gonna dump the potatoes into the plastic strainer this is not hot water we just had the potatoes soaking right so they don't discolor so I'm just gonna dump all the diced potatoes in our strainer. Yeah, 10 minutes. Okay, our potatoes are ready to go. And turn off the timer. I'm gonna pull the, the split peas off the heat. Careful, it's hot. I'm gonna open the cap and they're steamed, so be careful. I'm not gonna turn off the um, burner, that's it. <laughs> because, well, we need it again. So, I'm gonna 
just shaking the strainer with the potatoes to get rid of all the excess water. Dump the potatoes in carefully. Be careful because so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually hold the strainer uh, not facing the opening is not facing me and I'm have it at the side. So I'm gonna dump in the potatoes because it might go splat splat and burn you. Okay, pour in the potatoes. We've done that. Okay, and we're gonna grab our frying pan with our onions and we're gonna dump, I have a wooden spoon, I'm gonna dump all the caramelized, really soft brown onions into our split pea potato mixture. Okay, now I'm gonna use my hands because of course all the onion, you know, didn't come out. Didn't come out of the frying pan, so I'm just pushing them in with my fingers. Pushing them in. <laughs> no, this is really scorching hot stuff in the uh, in the pot with the split peas. I'm just touching <laughs> the cold frying pan and throwing in all the onions. Every little piece. This is gonna give our food taste, okay? And I'm just gonna put the frying pan in the sink, rinse off my hand because it's got oil on it. I'm gonna grab my teaspoons Now, <clears throat> salt and pepper is to taste. As I told you guys a thousand times, I use sea salt. Sea salt is not strong at all. I'm going to put in a teaspoon of sea salt. Be careful if you're using table salt. Table salt. Table salt. Maybe you wanna go with half or even a little less than half. You can always add salt and pepper at the end but i'm going to dump in a teaspoon of sea salt and we no longer need the spoons <clears throat> i'm gonna dump in two pinches of pepper and i'm gonna leave the salt and pepper out just actually the salt not the pepper i'm gonna dump in one pinch of pepper Two pinches of pepper, small pinches. I know that I'm not going to put any more pepper. People can, I always have um, freshly, I have the spice, the uh, spice grinders on my dinner table. And if anybody wants freshly ground pepper over their bowl, even I've even got pink Himalayan salt um, uh, on my dinner table or dining room table. And people can always grind freshly ground salt and pepper into their food. So now I'm going to slowly give this a stir. Be careful. This is a full pot, okay? So I'm going to fold and stir to combine the pepper, the salt, the potatoes, the split peas, salt, pepper, onions, potatoes, and split peas. Okay, I'm just giving it a good stir. 
Alrighty. That's it. Just a good enough stir. Oh. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I went to see if there's anything on my wooden spoon and I burnt my finger. I'm going to cover it. Now, this is a very old aluminum pan, so the lid, you have to play with it to actually cover it. I'm gonna put it back on the burner. Okay. And I'm gonna set my timer for an hour and a half. One hour and 30 minutes. set the timer I will check on it around the one hour an hour and ten an hour and fifteen somewhere there I think I'll check on it on the hour what you do is you dip your spoon in do not stir dip your spoon in pick up a little bit of mixture and taste one of the split peas it's got, it has to be extremely tender. Not crisp tender, not with a little bite. It's got to be extremely tender. Usually it does take the full one and a half hours. But you never know. I will check on it on the, around the one hour and ten minutes. Okay? So we'll be back when our food is done to show you the next step. See you in an hour and a half. Okay, guys, so more than an hour and a half has gone by, not because our split peas weren't ready, just because I was busy. <laughs> okay, so I actually checked mine. So my simmer, uh, my, the, my stove scale uh, starts from nine, that's the highest, and it goes all the way down to one. And three is considered simmer. So at the, I had it on three for the whole two and hours and something um and i checked it at the one hour and or sorry so after we put in the potatoes and the onions and we set our timer for an hour and a half i checked it at the one hour and 10 minutes so two hours and 10 minutes i hope i didn't confuse you but you know one hour and 10 minutes after we put potatoes and onions in and i tested the split peas and they were done um but I was busy. And you can actually boil this up to oblivion, seriously. We're gonna take a, a, a blender to it anyways. So I actually turned it down to two, to the number two on my stove. And I let it sit for another 10 minutes. And then, so now we're at the two hours and 20 minutes. And then I turned off the heat, let it sit on the hot burner for another 10 minutes and now I have it sitting on a silicone mat on my counter because the pot is hot. I can't just set it. Now you need something steady. You can't use one of those, as I always say, silver coily, coily things because you're going to take a hand blender to this. 
okay? So you don't want your pot moving around. This particular silicone mat I got from Amazon, and it's got a little bit of a, it's not a smooth silicone. It's got a very slight, yeah, like it's, a, it's like a grit, it feels gritty. Very slight though. You can bake on these. So the pot isn't gonna move out of place. Now I have an immersion blender, that's what they're called. It's a fat piece, if you've never seen it, it's a fat, round, <laughs> a fat, round piece of machinery. It's probably about, a, my from my wrist, all the way to the end of my fingers and maybe a little bit about another half. So a hand and a half. It's got a cord hanging from it. And at the top of mine, my particular one has a button. This is your buttons to uh, turn it on and so on and so forth. And it's also got at the side, it's got a dial, a dial. You just turn the dial. It's a... Uh, it's not a die, a flat dial. You feel the edge of the round dial. So it's inserted into the machine. That's actually your speed level. It doesn't click. You just listen to the sound and approximate. Now, the other part of this gadget is a stainless steel long tube and it's got cone shapes on both sides. Two open cone shapes. So think of a, a long tube and a cone shape on one side and a cone shape on the other side. The one side, if you put your, the smaller cone shape, if you put your hands inside, you can feel this metal, what would you call this? A metal bar. <laughs> yeah, like a bar. And that's what you're gonna use to clip into the other fat machinery that I told you. It's got a hole at the bottom of it. So we said at the top where your buttons are, that's not where you go. You go at the bottom where you feel a hole that you can actually stick your finger in. So you just put it in place and turn it until you hear a clip. There you go. The bottom, the other cone shape, has a blade in it. Okay? So you can touch it lightly, but be careful. So I'm going to plug this in. Okay, now... If I, so let, I'll let you hear what it sounds like. So if you press, there's two buttons at the top. If you press both of them at the same time, it's uh, the most power you can have. If you press one, or you press the other. Okay, now, so it's kind of like three levels of power, I would say, okay? But if you turn this on and hold it, because if I let go, it stops working. This is a handheld immersion blender. You have to, if I start it before I put it in my food, as I go to put it in my food, the food's gonna splatter all over the place. Okay, so you're gonna insert it into your pot, into your pot of food, okay, all the way to the bottom, and then you're gonna press the button, and it still may splatter a bit. Okay, and you're gonna pick up, move to another spot. Pick up, move to another spot. Now, I want more power, so I'm gonna do that dial and see if that's stronger. 
You know, I can't really tell there. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm picking up and moving. Now, once this starts to become like mashed potatoes, you can start moving it around. But right now, I'm just picking up, moving into different spots. So I'm going around the pot. Okay, now I'm gonna start moving it around. So I'm gonna insert it all the way to the bottom. Pick up again. See, us as blind people, this is scorching hot stuff. You can't put your hands in here to feel if you've, uh, you know, if you've pulsed it all, like if everything is smooth. Now, some people don't mind a little bit of chunks. I like mine smooth. So I'm gonna keep doing it. And I actually, with my gadget here, my immersion blender, I can actually feel that it's getting smoother. So if you guys, if there's some moms out there, blind moms or sighted, you probably have used one of these immersion blenders uh, for uh, baby food. To make baby food. This is what moms use for baby food. So now, I'm gonna take a spoon. I'm gonna stir it with a spoon to see, can I feel any chunks with my spoon? It is hard, guys. You're not gonna be able to tell completely. So just pulse the heck out of it. Now, sighted people can see, like we said, but I'm giving it a nice stir. Get everything from the bottom. Now, at this point, I do need, I'm gonna keep pulsing, but I, knew, I need to taste it for uh, salt and pepper. So I'm gonna grab a teaspoon. Okay, and I'm gonna grab a little bit just from the top. I'm gonna skim off some from the top because it's scorching hot, it's a blow. We don't want to see Zoe going to the hospital again. I like it. I wouldn't add more salt and pepper. Having said that, if somebody wants more salt or pepper, they can put it on their plate. Okay, so. I'm going to continue to blend this to make sure that it's all smooth. And when this cools down a little bit, I'm going to serve it in a bowl. And I'll come back and show you it served. And that will be the end of our recipe for today. Beautiful. You can eat this hot if you like. By the way, the more it sits, the more it will uh, thicken up. So keep that in mind. If it if it thickens up too much, you can mix in some lemon juice. You can mix in um, a little bit of olive oil. 
or whatever. Um, you could even mix up a little bit of cream. I'm sure that would make it delicious. Not too much, not to overpower the dish. Okay, but maybe a tablespoon just to thin it out a little bit. It's up to you. Or you can eat it thick as is. And it's up to you. And I personally don't eat it cold. I do warm it up. I like it warm. I don't like it scorching hot, but I like it warm. Anyhow, when this is ready and it's cooled down and served, I will come back and say goodbye. See you then. Okay, guys. So uh, we're hungry. So I've served through through bowls. No, I don't have through bowls because I don't even know what those are. I have three bowls because I'm serving three people. And one is my cameraman, one is my mom, and one is me. Okay, so I've got three bowls. Everybody chose the amount they want. The Luvana, because that's its proper name, so I'm not going to call it yellow. I mean, I, I called it yellow split pea, you know, soup or whatever you want to call it, just so you guys can understand. It's nice and thick. It's not extremely thick. Um, maybe like mashed potatoes. Maybe a little bit, or like a thick pudding. That's what it is, a thick pudding. Anyhow, you, you have to play with the texture to figure it out. So, everybody wants something different. So, my mom, she wants, uh, normally she would have a little bit of onion and uh, olives black olives but she's not feeling well so she said to me um can you just put me a little bit of olive oil so yeah i'm just going to take the olive oil and over her bowl i'm just going to sprinkle a little bit of olive oil that's it so that's my mom's okay now weirdo zoe i don't want lemon i don't want olive oil i like onions and olives but today I don't feel like onions. I have uh, black, small kalamata olives that they're, they're pitted. So I'm just going to, one, I'm just letting the olives drip from the excess olive oil. Two, three, now I'm an olive lover. And they say actually, I'll tell you in a second, four and five. They say that a serving of five olives a day. Now, olives are really fattening, if you guys don't know. Huh. Huh. But they're good fats, right? So they say a serving of five olives a day makes your skin healthy and radiant. And the third bowl is for my cameraman, and he wants olive oil. Mm -hmm. Tell me when to stop. Pretty good. Okay. And he wants lemon juice, which I have somewhere here. Here it is. You want to tell me how much? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pour him a little bit of lemon juice with his olive oil. And he would like some uh, onions. So we've cut up, 
We didn't, unfortunately, it's really good with uh, fresh green onions, but we didn't have any today. And maybe that's why I didn't want onion. So anyhow, I'm going to uh, take some onions and I'm gonna throw them over his bowl. Tell me when to stop. Mm -hmm. Would you like some more? Mm-hmm. Good. All this? Yeah, yeah. Just throw it in. Yeah, yeah. Just spread them around. And there's my cameraman's bowl, okay? Now, <clears throat> nothing will happen to this cut-up onion. Just put plastic wrap over it and put it back in the fridge. Do you want olives? Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe on the side? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're going to slice up some bread. And that's part of our meal. And that's it. It's delicious. It's healthy. Luvana from Cyprus. Very, very similar to fava. I would say almost identical. And it's absolutely delicious. And uh, it is filling. Believe me, we're using small cereal bowls. It is so filling. Uh, try it. Let me know. Very easy to make, as you can see. So that's it for our recipe today. Oh, and by the way, like I said, vegan, right? It's a vegan recipe. But remember... This also, you know, I forgot to mention something. This also pairs really nice with fish. If you've got a nice broiled fish or baked fish, even fried, it doesn't matter. Fish would really, with this on the side and a little salad, oh my God, fabulous meal. Anyhow, just giving you some serving ideas. We're just going to have it plain because we're fasting today. And uh, we'll be back next week with another fabulous, fabulous recipe. Love you guys. See you next week. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.